You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Uh, with me today, my special guest guest is ba- uh, Beth Azor, the CEO of Azor uh, Advisory Services down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, Beth, welcome to the show. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Um, why don't you start off? So we're going to be talking about marketing today, uh, one of my favorite topics. But before we get into that, why don't you share uh, what you do um, down at Azor um, Advisory Services and how you help other businesses? Absolutely. So Sam, I own six shopping centers down here in South Florida. And my favorite tenant is the small business, the, you know, the, what we lovingly call the mom and pops. You know, the entrepreneurs who are very passionate and uh, driven to create the American dream. So I do have some national tenants like Starbucks and Panera, but my favorite is when I find the mom and pop that's opened one or two locations and they wanna open more. And what I love about them is if they like my shopping center and we come up with an agreement that they will move and open a third or fourth location with me, they are very open to discussing marketing techniques that maybe have worked in the past for other entrepreneurs that I have leased to. And I learn from them and I share it with others in the future. So that's what pretty much makes up the majority of my day-to-day working life is filling my vacancies, especially with mom and pops that can bring a unique flavor to my center's so that when people are in my centers, they are interested versus it being the same old, same old, you know, my center is just like the center across the street, et cetera. And the entrepreneurs bring that unique flavor. I love that. And uh, like I mentioned in the very beginning of the podcast, I'm gonna nerd out with you because I love marketing. Uh, It's what we do. Um, And it's obviously what you do as well. So you have five points here. Um, that are going to help businesses, entrepreneurs, companies, whoever it is, it's universal, absolutely kill it with their marketing. Um, And the first point you have here is you need to start having Ritz-Carlton-like service. Can you first explain, in case people don't know who the brand Ritz-Carlton, what that is and why they need it? So Ritz-Carlton, I think their, their slogan is treat ladies and gentlemen like ladies and gentlemen, right? And I think that we've really lost that in retail and in businesses in the last many years. Think about it, Sam, when was the last time you walked into a retail business or a store and you felt like you were a first class customer, right? That they really went over and beyond service. It's, 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 it doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would buy more clothes at the boutique if the clerk 
came and stopped by and said, hey, how are those sizes working for you? Can I get you anything else? Mm -hmm. No. What do I have to do? I have to get back on my clothes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) go back out there and be searching through the racks. Mm -hmm. Who has time for that? So I think that the small businesses who go over and above for their customers. And I think the Ritz Carlton has done that. The Ritz Carlton, Mm -hmm. if you ever stay at a Ritz Carlton, I've been lucky enough to do that once or twice. Their yes is the answer to every question the customer has. And you've heard stories, there's a book about how crazy some of the stories are, but they aim to please the customer and the customer then shares especially today on social media, the unbelievable interactions, their experiences. So I think that every small business needs to go over and above and beyond. What can I do to make this day special for my customer? Uh, one of my the guys that I follow, Gary Vaynerchuk, who I love, he talks about the surprise and delight, right? Surprise and delight your customers. And I think that is definitely a Ritz-Carlton philosophy, surprise and delight your customers. When was the last time you surprised and delighted your customers? We should be doing that every day in our small businesses. Yeah. And, you know, I had kind of wondered where you were going to go with the Ritz-Carlton service, because we've had people talk about customer service here on the podcast before, and it's a whole different subject. But what you're saying is that inevitably will point back to your marketing and they're going to do the marketing for you, right? Yeah, like, as we all know, right, is where do people today get recommendations Mm -hmm. from their friends, usually on a social media platform? So, or the phone call, like, hey, you know, where, you know, where's the best carpet company in South Florida? I'm going to redo my house or tile or wood floors. They're going to ask their friends and they're going to go to social. If you have had a phenomenal experience, which is very rare, unfortunately, in today's world, because today's world, we're really focused on fast Mm -hmm. and good service doesn't always happen fast, right? It takes time. But when you provide good service, the customer will spread the word And the best marketing, as you know, Sam, is not when you say it, (laughs) when your customer says it. When Mm -hmm. your customer says it, it is honest because customers don't believe in the marketing and the hype when it's coming out of your mouth as the business owner. They absolutely believe it when it comes from a customer. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, The second point you have here is collect info. Um, why is that important and what info are we collecting and how? So collecting info from your customers, and there's so many ways you can do that these days, right? You can email discounts, you can have contests, you can have giveaways, but collecting emails, collecting birthdays, collecting information, depending on what business you're in, you can collect all kinds of information. I have a, a, so I buy shopping centers and there's a guy in our market that sells shopping centers. Mm -hmm. He has collected so much data on me through our, (laughs) on his CRM, you know, he'll, he'll reach out and he'll say, so I know that it's Alex's 20th birthday next week. (laughs) You know, what are you doing? Anything special? Well, 
I don't, you know, some people listening might go, oh, that's creepy. I don't find that creepy at all. I think that the guy's done his homework. Mm -hmm. He's listened with two ears when we've been on phone calls. Obviously, a year ago, we must have been on the phone and I must have said, oh, it's Alex's birthday tomorrow. And he's typing it in. So, um, you know, when I'm selling, when I'm wanting to buy a shopping center, I have people calling me all the time saying, hey, are you a buyer of shopping centers? And I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, what kind of shopping centers do you buy? Mm, Well, if you just went to my website and looked at the six shopping centers, (laughs) you would see that they all look the same. They're all in the same kind of demographic community. So doing your research before you're calling me being kind of lazy as a marketer, right? So doing the research, collecting the data, and then using that data. So for example, I use Clinique Makeup And I get postcards all the time from Clinique Mm -hmm. about, hey, your certain mascara is on sale today, or you can get a two for one, just call Susie at this, you know, store, and we're happy to send it to you. You know, that's great marketing. Mm -hmm. They collected the data, and now they're communicating with me that there is an advantage for me to take action. Great marketing. Right. Great marketing. So in, in, and I don't know, what about you, Sam? Pretty much most of the time, if they ask for my email or if they ask for information, I pretty much give it to, even though I don't like getting spammed with all of these, you know, 15 pottery barn emails in one day, (laughs) but, and I don't really look at them, but if it, if I was in the mood to buy something from pottery barn, you know, I'm going to search my phone for the last pottery barn email for a Mm -hmm. coupon. So I think collecting the data. And I also think when you're in a small business, I have a a tenant called Canesware. He sells, he's a University of Miami football apparel store, but they also have Miami Heat, Miami Dolphins, the Panthers, they have all the sports teams. And many times when I've been in his store, someone walks in and he'll go, hey, Sam, hey, Kathy, like he knows their names. And they leave and I go, you know, are those guys, are they friends of yours? He goes, no, they're customers. But he says (laughs) in his mind, he believes the best marketing for him is when someone walks in the door that he knows their name and he recognizes them. He said, I believe they buy twice as much because I acknowledge them. And you know, you, I think you think you guys would agree that when you walk into a restaurant, you've been in multiple times, you would expect the owner or the chef to acknowledge you. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. Beth, nice to see you again this week. Yeah. It really, I go to restaurants often, repetitively, and it kind of bothers me that there's no acknowledgement that I'm an, uh, a consistent customer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that again, that would go great as far as marketing. I would be telling people way more about those businesses if I felt acknowledged and welcomed. And that comes with collecting data, whether it's via the computer or, you know, the brain. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. 
Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. I think a lot of businesses get a little lazy with the marketing side and the personalization because as entrepreneurs, small business owners, and even some companies, you really have a leg up with the opportunity to get to know people on a personal basis because the volume isn't really there. Um, not saying that it won't be, but do it now while you have the opportunity, because like you said, it's such an opportunity for that marketing. Um, so moving on to point three you have here, and I think this comes along with you being a Gary V fan would be give value for free. I love it. I love doing it. Um, why is that so important? Because it's not done, right? We live in a capitalistic society and um, it's rarely, rarely done. So when you walk into a store or just again, back to the restaurant, if I'm at a restaurant that I frequent and they acknowledge, they recognize me, maybe they don't know my name, but they recognize me. She comes in often with her family. Oh, those are her two sons, blah, blah, blah. And let's say on an unusual night, they are, you know, unusually busy. What would it take for them to say, hey, come over here and sit at the bar and we'll give you guys a free drink while you wait. But they don't do it. They don't give anything away for free. It's like they feel like, oh my gosh, if we do that, or they don't give their, they don't give their employees the authority to make a business decision like that. Uh, I, I heard a great story at the beginning of COVID. There was a restaurant in Chicago, tablecloth, high-end restaurant, steak restaurant. Obviously, they closed the doors. They're like, oh my gosh, what, what are we going to do? And they started creating these meal boxes where it was like two steaks, baked potato, broccoli, and a, a cheesecake, right? And a family for four could eat, I think it was a hundred bucks. When they opened the box, when they got home, inside the box, Sam, was a hundred dollar gift card for the family to use when the restaurant opened back up again. That's cool. Great marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So basically they just got that meal for free that they just yeah. paid a hundred dollars for. And they cemented a group of people to come back mm -hmm. when the restaurant opens again. I just thought that was a phenomenal, but I talked to some of my tenants about that. They're like, we, we couldn't do that. Like they, they're just like, we're just resistant to the fact of giving away something for free. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, I'm not suggesting that we don't take any profits. I'm suggesting that there are times where you can do something above going back to Ritz Carlton above and beyond with a product you have that, you know, like I have books and I have these buttons. It's, there's a button like the old staples, like yes button. And it, you push it and it says, don't say no for the prospect. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get like a LinkedIn message. Hey, how do I get those buttons? And I, and I just say, you know, give me your address and I'll mm -hmm. surprise and delight. And I'll That's send cool. them two buttons. You know, it's no big deal, but people mm -hmm. love it. Oh, that was so nice. We just reached out. There's so many times 
in our days that we can do something, you know, which is jab, 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 you know, like, like um, give, 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 and then ask. Mm -hmm. And we don't do that enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I think honestly, even in our uh, market as we do websites, you do marketing, it's a lot easier for us to give stuff away. And some, a lot of people don't, I mean, we can just give away ideas like we're doing right here on a podcast and it's so valuable and so helpful to bring um, one light to what you do and also show that, you know, what you're doing. It's just great marketing. So um, point four you have here is butcher shop service. Uh, what is that? Okay. Well, you're probably way too young to remember what a butcher shop is. I know what a butcher shop is, but I don't know what butcher shop service is. Okay. So when your grandmother, Sam, walked into the butcher shop in the 1960s, okay, what do you think the three or four butchers behind the counter said to her upon her walking through the door? I would assume her name. They probably knew her, right? They knew her name. Mm-hmm. Not only did they know her name, hi, Mrs. Moss, how are you today? The next question would be what? Um, I bet they knew her order. Absolutely. Do you want this again? Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Moss, are you having, <clears throat> you know, so the, you know, the Johnson's over tonight? Do you want to risk it? Like they know, mm-hmm. they knew their customers mm-hmm. and that your grandmother wouldn't go to any other butcher shop because she felt welcomed. She felt like they took, you know, they noticed what she ordered. They asked her, how did you like those lamb chops last week? Hey, I have a really, you know, they could upsell like crazy. Hey, I have these new filet mignons that we just got in. And they trusted the butcher because The butcher took notice in her family. Hey, how was little Jimmy's, you know, or how was little Sam's first birthday last week? (laughs) Did everyone like the pork chops? Did you throw them on the grill? Did you use that rub that I gave you? Again, that goes back to going above and beyond and then people falling in love with your product, falling in love with your service and sharing and spreading the word, (laughs) you know, think about it. If there is an experience that you've had with good service or a good product, you want to shout to the high heavens. It's a herd mentality. You want everyone to go to that butcher. You want because it, because what it does is it, it actually um, confirms the bias that you had in choosing the product, right? So people love to share great experiences, mm-hmm. we need to provide those opportunities to boost up our marketing. You know, again, surprise and delight. I am, um, when I've sent the buttons or the books for free, uh, I, people post, look at what Beth Azor did. She sent me a book, you know, they, uh, they're sent, they're giving me good marketing. I didn't ask for them to give me good marketing. I'm getting the testimonials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. It goes back to, like you said, the Ritz Carlton service, just go above and beyond make a personal connection and it's going to help you stand out. So uh, point five you have here is free advertising, uh, DXL. Can you explain what that means? Yes. So there's a store called uh, DXL, Casual Mail DXL, mm-hmm. and it is a clothing, men's clothing store for men that are big and tall, right? Mm-hmm. So double XL. And during COVID, when they were shut down, 
obviously the they're one of my tenants and we had one of what we'd have to have a call with their real estate department because when your store is closed you have a hard time paying rent mm -hmm. and while i was talking to the real estate manager i said you know gosh you guys have so much opportunity right now with marketing and she said well what's that now this is a real estate person i'm speaking to i said well i presume <laughs> your marketing department is all over this and she's like what do you mean i said well for sure you have all of your customers email addresses right she goes oh yes of course so if i was your marketing person and you know my people are working from home some of them might be unemployed right we had this big unemployment right in the first 90 days of covid mm -hmm. and then we're all eating more <laughs> this is <laughs> Not good for us, yeah. but it might be good for your business. Mm -hmm. Double XL guys, they're going to be eating more. Maybe we're all eating more. I've gained 50 pounds <laughs> during COVID. Um, so I said, are you, is your marketing department emailing videos? Like, are you are you saying, hey guys, um, hope hope you're not hope you're not one of the 30 million people unemployed, but if you are, here's an HR expert that's going to give you three interview tips. To, to have virtual interviews or, hey guys, here's some, when you're looking, you know, during our shutdown and work from home, it's very easy to be snacking more than usual. Here's some great healthy snacks. You know, there was so much their marketing department could have done mm -hmm. by having all of their emails, keeping top of mind with their customers thinking about their customers and saying, what is our customer going through right now? They could have done polls, right? They could have said, are you out of work? What's your number one need? And just their marketing department with all their marketing department needed to do was Google articles that they could have sent their customers to keep them engaged so that when they reopened, their customers back. <laughs> went back and thought about them instead of going to Target or Walmart or some of the competitors. Right. So taking advantage, you know, I think it was um, there was uh, I think uh, it was some famous comic. I don't remember who it was, but he said, uh, never waste a crisis. <laughs> it's you know, true. Right. So there was a crisis. Still, we have a crisis. But that company could have absolutely reached out and helped their customer through mm -hmm. 30 second videos, 20 second videos, copies of articles, free advertising to help up out their customer and may, remain top of mind. And um, I don't think they did it. I, she, the, yeah. the real estate person said, that's a great idea. I, I don't think it happened. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. I mean, it, so many opportunities that people just sleep on because they're not creative with their marketing. But Beth, I think you did a really good job laying this out for us. Um, thank you one for joining me on the show. And thank you for going along with point three, which is giving value for free, because obviously, anybody can listen to this. So before we go, can you just share where we can find out um, more about you and your business? Sure, uh, BethAzor.com. And again, I'm mostly doing uh, real estate. I also have uh, YouTube 100 free videos on all kinds of ways, mostly debt dedicated and geared towards selling. So if anyone watches it, it talks about cold calling or getting through to the customer, you can adapt it to any business really. So thank you for having me, Sam. I was, uh, it was a pleasure being here and let's all keep marketing because that's the way we can get more business. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.